All right. What's going on, Melon and Me people? Hey, guys. I um, <clears throat> We're back for another another round. I hate that we're on here for this reason in particular, what we'll be discussing today. Um, but, you know, I'd also wish that the reason why we're on here would stop happening, which would be black people getting killed for no reason by cops or really just any stupid person getting called on at a barbecue or, you know, people getting called on in their apartment buildings because they want to work out. And now they have to prove that they're, you know, a tenant in their building, just all of it, 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 all of it. But, as you can see, my so, screen, my screen says it all for Whitney's screen. If you're not watching us and just listening to us, pop on YouTube and check out Whitney's background. It's very befitting. Um, Unfortunately, we have to still hang signs from hundreds of years ago that says, you know, a man was lynched today. A black man was lynched today. And that's still happening in 2020. Blatantly. Halfway through the year. Crazy blatantly i was watching something or reading something and it was like um this has been happening it's just being filmed you know like it's Mm -hmm. just being recorded it's been happening it's just being recorded now and which is shocking as well because you would think by these type of events being recorded which we've seen damn near a lot of events being recorded (laughs) and still nothing happens so (laughs) it's like yay we can record it so maybe there really is justice, but then it does absolutely nothing. And they want to create laws where you can't Facebook record. You can't. Rec- so let's just get right into um, what happened yesterday. If you want to set it up for the audience. Um, listeners. Yeah. So unfortunately, a black man, a 46 year old, Mr. Floyd. Uh, George Floyd was killed by a um, Minneapolis police officer. Um, One in particular was the one who we saw on the footage for those who watched the viral video. I didn't want to watch it, but something told me I had to watch this one the whole way through. Um, One of my favorite YouTubers, I always talk about her lovely tea. She posted the video in its entirety and she tried to post it like three times because YouTube kept removing it. So when she posted, she said, please watch whole video, full length video before YouTube removes it. So I was like, okay, let me watch this. Let me brace myself. And it was horrendous. Like it's way worse than the memes make it seem. It's way worse than the little clips that I saw on Instagram. It was horrible. Like they held this man down for over 10, 12 minutes. And People are on the sidelines are begging one man in particular, the only man really who really stood up for um, George, you know, he was basically just yelling at the police saying, you know, y'all are doing too much. He can't breathe. He clearly can't breathe. Like, what's your badge number? How can y'all do this? How can y'all sleep at night? You're killing this man in front of us. Like he was to me, it seemed like he was really close to wanting to do something physically to to help the man but he knew that he couldn't I mean he could 
but they probably would have shot him where he stood so quick, you know, but it really makes you think because had I been out there, I don't think I could, I could not Not. bear to witness that. Like that was just extreme. Like it was torture. It was torture. I, I didn't see any real resistance. Um, and from the angle where the video was shot at first, you thought it was just one person holding um, their knee in that guy's neck. But when you look, it was actually two other officers holding down George's legs. And the one officer that we saw was the one who was forcing his knee into his neck. So there was just really no reason at that point, this man is handcuffed. He's on the ground. Why do y'all need three or four officers just holding him, pinning him down, slowly suffocating him for over 10 minutes? It was just demonic, honestly. Like the look in the cop's eyes, I've never seen anyone. It was like some Michael Myers type mess. Like it was like he was slowly waiting for him to die. Like it was no hostility. It was no, he wasn't even arguing back at the people. The people are begging for the, the ongoing citizens who are just sitting on the sidelines they're begging for this cop to stop and the cop just presses harder into george's neck and looks these people dead in their face calm as a cucumber just mentally a psychopath at that point like no human being essence is within this person and then we have an asian officer who stood in front trying to kind of like block the view of what was happening he looked disturbed the whole time. He looked disturbed. Like he wanted to stop, but he couldn't stop. And one of the black guys caught on to that. And he was like, officer Tao, what's your name? Tao, look at you. Look at you. You look like you can't even stomach it. You know, this is wrong. You know, this is wrong. And the officer just like, get back and put his head down. Asian officer letting these three white men slowly kill this man this man was crying out for his mom this 46 year old man was crying out for his mom was like i can't breathe my mom like what how do y'all not have no sense of decency how many times do people have to tell you they can't breathe at this point that i mean that was a hundred percent intentional there's no excuse it wasn't an accident it wasn't you were scared of him it wasn't that he was a threat It was that you wanted to see the life get drained out of him slowly. (laughs) Like, that's all it was. I've seen horror movies. That's the look I got. It was a deranged, psychotic look. And at this time, it's a lot of uprisings in Minneapolis and starting to be all over the country. And I I don't see what else people can do at this point. Y'all keep killing people's loved ones like it's nothing. You give more rights to animals than you do to black people. Mm-hmm. So it's just, if I, mentally I broke down when I watched the video, I just feel very, ugh, you already know my favorite phrase. I hate it here sometimes. The ghetto. <laughs> the ghetto. I just don't get it. We were just talking about this, what, two podcasts ago? Like, can we even get through a month before this shit happens again? Go ahead, girl. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, it's all just so unfortunate. And it takes me back to Eric Garner. Yeah. Who I don't know if most um, remember, he was accused of, he was a black guy sitting down in front of like, um, like a corner store type, sitting outside on a sidewalk. I'll just say that. And he was accused of selling cigarettes 
um, without tax stamps or something like that. And he clearly stated he was not selling cigarettes. That's not what he was doing. And, um, the, you know, a group of police officers tied him, tied his hands behind his back, put him in a chokehold. Um, I think at one point they were also on him. Like, I can't remember if a knee was in his back, but they basically, he was a bigger guy. He probably was, I don't know if I had to guess, maybe 250, 300 pounds, somewhere between there. So he was a fuller guy. But again, that has nothing to do with anything because he was not resisting arrest. All of this was filmed on camera. We could clearly see that it didn't take eight cops or however many cops to literally, you know, get this man. And again, you're arresting someone, you get them in handcuffs, cool. Why does it have to be the extra? Like, why? Um, They're unarmed. Most of these Black men that have been, you know, up against this police brutality and murders and all this kind of stuff, they've all been unarmed. They've all been, um, most of them have all been um, non-resistant. Like, there's literally just been no excuse. And again, even if there was a little bit of resistance, why not shoot somebody in the kneecap? Why not shoot someone in the arm or... I don't even want you to use a gun. I mean, I'd rather you just tase somebody. If you if you feel like someone is resisting, right? If then that's to me like running away, evading arrest, like or even tussling with you, get the taser. Like, where does it go from stopping somebody to their dead? Whether it be via chokehold, whether it's um, a knee on someone's neck, whether it's shooting someone plain sight in front of their kids and their girlfriend, just from getting a fucking wallet or whatever the case may be. Like, where does, where's the middle? Where's the training that happens with these police officers that they're taught to use common sense and to really reason? And to your point, Whitney, it's like, you know, I don't, I can't, I can't remember if you just said this. I thought, I thought that you just said something like this. It's like, there's this fear going on with our black men and, or being black in general. There's like this fear that's there, rightfully so. I mean, we're a superior race, so I'm okay if you feel um, like you can't be super comfortable with me, but I'm not okay with you being afraid, so afraid that I'm not given a fair shot to how can I say this? A fair shot, like someone who's not my color, if I am being arrested, like just the assumption, the assumption of the right to have fear of us. We didn't do anything for them to be fearful of. Well, I'm not saying fear of the black race. I'm saying if somebody was like, Oh, I'm not too comfortable walking up on her like that. I'm okay. It has nothing to do with my race. It could be with a white person. Like, I'm just not going to walk up on somebody, you know, and talk crazy to them. Like, I'm okay with that. What I'm not okay with, and again, I'm, it's not tied to a specific race. What I'm not okay with is the fact that um, I'm not giving a fair shot of any kind of credibility. Um, and again, if that's what we have to endure, okay, that's one thing. But where, why do I have to die? Like, if you want to lock me up and we can talk about everything else later, can I just live to talk about it later? 
So I think, I mean, I've definitely said this before and I, I stand by this. I think that, that we are seeing the police's training. Like, I think that that is what they're trained to do. To kill? Absolutely. To kill, especially men who look men, women, whatever that look like black, you know what I'm saying? The blacker, the more of a right you have to kill them. And I think there's a trained backing there where they feel safe to do that. You can't tell me that all these police officers are killing these black men back to back to back to back to back to back to back for years and years and years with barely any repercussions. You see them in these videos. They don't even think twice about killing them. They don't even think twice. No, the because fact they're a hundred percent comfortable. They know they're going to be damn near probably rewarded for that shit. If there wasn't a camera there, you know what I mean? Like they've been getting away with this for so long. This is what they're trained to do at this point. This has nothing to do with training. Fuck the training. Fuck the people who give the training. Destroy all that shit. Cause the training ain't what's up. The training isn't where we need to be headed. Destroy it all. All of it. Why are we still operating off of the same police system that police does when we were fucking slaves? Yeah. Destroy that shit. Period. Yeah. We need a whole new system, a whole new justice system, a whole new. It has to be changed because if it's not, people are going to destroy it. And if you don't believe me, look at history. Okay. Here's the thing that I don't happen. understand. I don't understand this aspect about our culture is the fact that, and again, I'm not going to sit up here and say that eye for an eye is always right. You know, believe what you want to believe about what I'm about to say. Right. But what I'm saying is, is I don't understand for myself how we as a culture, we are looked at as the stronger race, right? We are looked at, we've even said like, you know, don't let no black person come because we ain't going. We ain't, we ain't doing that. If that happens to us, we ain't going. But yet we have George Zimmerman's walking around, going to the beach, plain sight, whatever the case may be, just walking around leisurely. But then we kill our own people over someone stepping on a Nike shoe or like, I just wish that we would channel that energy to even if you just want to fuck up George, George, a George Zimmerman like esque person, even if you just want to just gang them up and beat them and punch them, whatever. I just don't understand why we have so many. It's one thing that the justice system fails us. It's always failed us. It's no, there's been no comfort in the justice system. But if you are out here, like if somebody killed my son, like I don't, I can't say what I will or will not do, but I can just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like, I don't, I don't understand why we have a, a George Zimmerman and, and people that are like him day in and day out. We know who they are. They're out in the open and they're just out here leisurely walking and you know, there's only so much protesting we can do. There's only so much. I do feel like we we do need to be an organized um, group of people. I feel like we can have organized situations. Um, but I also feel like at some point, people are angry. People are people have been angry, 
And I'm not mad at the riots, but at the same time, it's like nobody's still even really paying. It's like we're just getting angry. We're throwing stuff around. Rest in peace posts. Um, And again, I'm not saying, again, eye for an eye, you kill them, you shoot them, and it solves the problem. I guess what I'm saying is, I don't know. I just feel like something should happen to where people of other races would think twice before they just start willy nilly killing people out in public. Like, nah, we can't, we need to figure out a new way. If we're going to do this, we need to figure out a new way because them people ain't going like that movement over there. They are not playing. Do you know what this means? If you do this, like they going that, that they going to come for you and your family or whatever the case may be. So I don't know. That's just my theory on it. And I don't even know if that's a real theory. I don't know. And I'm not saying that's the solve. I guess I'm just saying, like, I just don't see how all these people are still out here just walking around, having a great, great time. And they have, we know who they are. Right. So, I mean, that's, it's not a theory. That's just your opinion on how you believe things should be. And um, I mean, that is, valid you know what i'm saying i i in an ideal world i would love it to be that way too but it's hard for it to be that way when us as a black people we don't have any leaders we don't have any political leaders all the ones that we did have they're gone everybody's willing to die and if they do die so what they i mean they killed michael max they killed martin luther king they've i we can name so many leaders all of our civil rights leaders who should be old in their beds today with their grandchildren are dead and that's because they killed them every time there was a chance for organized for black people to organize black wall street black lives matter black panthers that shit has been destroyed time and time again you know what i'm saying we don't have any of that we don't have a system we can't come together not even for for major organizations like that but just as a people together we're so divided you know what i mean there's colorism there's this there's that there's black men that don't like black women there's black women that feel um on by black men so much bullshit in our community we don't have a chance to come together you know what i mean and at the end of the day people want to claim that white people fear black folks but at the end of the day we don't black people don't have the nerve to walk up to a white person and shoot them in the fucking head in broad daylight because we know we going to jail for life probably the death chamber so that's the difference you know what i'm saying black people and i'm not excusing black on black crime whatever crime is crime violence is violence it shouldn't happen period but the reason a black person feels so much more comfortable taking their own black brother's life is because they know that life is less valuable than these these white motherfuckers walking around they take a white person's life it's a wrap for them forever a black person's life they may get manslaughter they may be out in 10 years you know like it's different. And so it's hard to just put the blame on the people within the society when the society's so fucked up. And every time us as a people tried to gain some power, gain some leaderships, have some leaders, it's, it's, it's taken from us. It's taken from us. The leaders that the only leaders they want us to have are fucking celebrities and musicians and reality stars and people that don't make shit happen in this country. Those are the people they want us to focus on. 
You know what I mean? It's fucked up. And so I, I understand the frustrations of it's like, okay, we don't have nobody in the Senate. We don't have nobody in the house. We don't have nobody changing these laws for us. The police departments don't care. The sheriff departments don't care. The fucking presidents, mayors, whatever, don't care. What the hell are we supposed to do besides just burn shit down and throw rocks at police cars? Like people don't know what to do. It's so frustrating because every year, every fucking month, we're back here having the same conversation. Every week. Every fucking week. So we're not even over. We'll never get over the Ahmad situation. But I'm saying, like, we're not even over that hump. Like, I don't even know if the, I mean, I think the police officers, or not the police officers, I think the people that were responsible for his death, the guy who was running in the neighborhood, who they thought was the culprit for stealing things out of people's homes. Um, I think they have been charged, but what I'm saying is, is like, we're still waiting on that before just, we turn around and this happens blatantly. Like you said, you literally could feel that officer just like kind of looking at you, like, what are you going to do? You know, like, I don't care. Meanwhile, he's being berated by questions and like videos and like, dude, you're on camera. Like you, people are going to see this. Like, and you don't even care because that's what he's trained to do. Cause it's like, this happens every 10, every, okay. I would say one out of every 10, 15, 20, 50 killings, one may go viral. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, he thought it could possibly just be water under the bridge. You know what I'm saying? Like, or I'm not going to get in trouble for this. It was a roll of the dice, you know? And he obviously felt way more comfortable and all of his teammates or whatever you want to call it, fucking mass murderers, all mm-hmm. those people, they sat there and saw this man's life get taken from him and didn't, didn't care. It was, it happened so slow. They could, they had so many chances to save him. Even after he passed out, y'all could have tried to resuscitate the nigga. Like you could have did something. You clearly don't care. And then it pissed me off because the um, I heard of some news reports that um, got put on social media and these reporters had the nerve had the nerve to be like George died later at the hospital I'm like are you fucking kidding me we all sat there and saw him die on that fucking camera and it was disturbing and horrifying and y'all want to sit here and sugarcoat this shit that's what they do he died from his injuries no 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 we saw the life get sucked out of his body right there for 10 minutes as y'all tortured this man and clearly that they were saying like at first he was resisting and then it came out with the full video because for a while people had only seen like a short clip and then they were saying well he was res- there's reports saying that he was resisting hence why the cop was blah 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 well then it came out later you know a full video and you can clearly see he was not resisting anything anything so no miss me let's stick to the facts why was this man taken down in the manner in which he was and why was it not enough that he was in handcuffs because you can't bring up that he was resisting because we've seen it like resisting what like that's my thing explain how we even got in the situation i don't want to talk about he died at the hospital like let's talk about the reason why he's even in handcuffs and the reason why you have you felt the need to have everybody on top of him and your knee and his neck, then we can talk about other uh, you know other stuff. But right now, let's talk about let's stay on track here, okay? 
No. And apparently all over a, this is all over a forgery claim for $50 or some shit. I don't know. Some very small amount of money they claimed was a forged check or something. And that's why the police were called. So it's like, what is all this violence for? A forged check of $49 or whatever it is. Whatever it is, you're not the judge, you're not the jury, you're not the lawyer, you're none of that. You're the fucking police officer, you put them in handcuffs, and you book them. And then you take your ass down to fucking get somebody speeding. Like, who do y'all think y'all are? That's why I'm saying there are some fucking orders being being sent, okay? There are some initiatives that we clearly don't know about, but this this is far from coincidences at this point. people aren't scared they have orders to kill black people period (laughs) i don't care we don't have that many listeners so hopefully i'll be safe by saying this but (laughs) i don't you can fool everybody else but it's clear as day this is what is being taught this is what they're out here doing literally hunting people probably doing it for fun probably doing it for fun consistently and I you know and as a mom I I mean I of course I fear for you know my husband my father um my brother-in-law but I really get in a dark place when I think about my son even at his even at his age he doesn't even have to become an adult like this happens to 10 year olds this happens to 15 year olds um we've seen things happen to four and five year olds who are being put in grown-up handcuffs I don't even know how that happens um but I just really it just humanizes everything for me because again people can become desensitized um by seeing an overwhelmingly amount of videos that are not supposed to be seen like I don't want to see it but shit it's in my face and although I won't say that I'm desensitized I can see how people can be and with that being said you know this if you have someone in your life um where you can relate to and you don't even have to be black to humanize with what's going on um, and to, to understand what's right from wrong, um, having my, my son, my black son, a darker black skin, man, it doesn't matter if you're light, white or indifferent, I mean, middle or indifferent, but I just fear for him. And I try not to live in fear, but when you have a, when you have a child, you know, you, you're just like, a, you're overprotective. You're just a bear. And I can't imagine burying my son or thinking about someone taking his life because of his skin tone um in whatever situation I don't care if he was wrong um you just shouldn't have to you we just I don't know and I think the most discouraging fact in this whole thing and all of these common cases are that we don't know what to do as a as 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 a nation like we just don't know what the solution we know what the solution is but we don't know how to go about it and even if we did go about it would it even would there even be change so it's kind of like I had posted this thing today and I'm gonna read it because I find it to be um 
I don't know, it spoke to me, but it basically said, being black is having a good day and then seeing another black person was killed for no reason. Then you have to think about, talk about that all day or don't and numb yourself. It's a constant emotional war. Facts. So, you know, it's where we are. Big facts, big facts. I mean, I literally was having an okay day the other day, or was it yesterday that this came out? I was having an okay day, and then I'm like, I just heard people talking about, like, did you see what happened? Did you see what happened? And I was like, and then once I got a grasp on what was going on, I was like, I can't watch. Is this what? And then I'm like, oh, my God. You know, but for me, I'm like, I've seen these videos and something about yesterday's video. I was like, there's something that's like going to, I feel like something's going to happen. Like I feel something brewing because this one was so different. Like, I, Uh, yeah, that's why I was like, I posted, I was like, there's there, something is brewing like a right, like something. And then an hour, two hours later, you know, we saw the mayhem in Minneapolis and I was thinking like, rightfully so people are fucking angered. I mean, we're angered too, but you can't, I don't know. We're fed up. We've been fed up, but I don't know. Something about yesterday's incident, murder, crime. Cause that video, it it was nothing like the others videos. Like that was, um, you know, usually we we may see these videos where something happens really fast or somebody gets shot yeah. or there's a tussle or there's a, my gun went off or I, I shot because I couldn't think quicker. Enough. You know, like this. Was I don't know. Fun. Eric Garner, his was really emotional for me. Yeah. His was emotional. I mean, well. he didn't have any fight. Like he was just choked out. Like the whole video was just him choked. Like I, I don't know. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really sad. Um, A lot of celebrities have been supporting, um, you know, the efforts of at least posting George and letting, you know, their followers know about um, his story. I do want to quickly shout out an actor, John... Boyega. I want to say his name's Boyega. Um, he is a African actor who was in, I think he was in, he was in a really big movie. Star Wars, I think. Okay. Um, he's a young 20 something actor, but he has millions of followers. A lot of them are white because he did play in a movie like Star Wars, which is widely known. A lot of white followers, so a lot of them proceeded to um, comment on his post that he made. And he basically made a post saying he hates racism. He hates this whole situation. Um, and yeah, he went off on them. He he went off on them and they kept, he basically was replying to them um, and everything they were saying. Because uh, a lot of racists were, were saying, you can't hate racists. That's a strong word. And, and two wrongs doesn't make a right. So how could you say that you hate racist and that's still negativity. If you say you hate a racist, like you shouldn't say that you should say you hate their actions or whatever. 
And he was just like, no, I hate racists and you need to talk, speak for yourself. He was like, I'm not, you know, I'm not about to um, pacify what I'm saying. To make you comfortable. Right. So crazy girl, crazy, but shout out to him. Cause he has a lot, a lot, a lot of followers and um, just people know him from these like Marvel movies and shit. So for the fact that he's using his platform off, to do that, you know, that's what we need. We need more of that. We cannot stop seeing enough of that. You know, people using their yeah. platform to bring awareness and to speak out um, against what's really going on. You yeah. know, there is no other races. Like we don't see color, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? It's none of that. Like we need you guys to see yeah. color. He we said need he needs you to respect. I want to play a little, little clip of what he okay. said. He just went off. Black people online. I make sure if you come in and all my pictures or videos and you saying anything about no black people, you saying any racist <laughs> that's straight up block. It's fine. It's ready. Don't need you on my page. And if you're a fan of me and you support my work and you're racist and you're arguing what I was saying, <laughs> off. You fucking kids. Yeah? So I straight up like that. First of all, you're gonna straight up like that. Okay, that he, accent is everything. Dickheads. I like him. Go ahead, John. I had to follow <laughs> you after that. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> you invited yeah. to the cookout. That's what we need, you know. I mean, he's black, so he is the cookout. But he Oh, this, is he black? Yeah, he's black. Oh, I thought I don't know why I thought he was white. Okay. Yeah, girl, you wasn't really listening to the beginning, but he's black. He's one of the very few black actors in um the Star Wars films, which is the why Marvel. Yeah, okay, gotcha, the Marvel, gotcha. and you know that's mostly gotcha. white following, yeah. so yeah, that's why I he has a you. lot of white fan bases. So. I got you confused with the white fan base. Okay, right, yeah. So it's just this is what we're gonna have to do, y'all. We have to keep putting people in their place left and right at, at this point. You know, personally, I'm. I thank God I was not on scene of that situation just because of the traumatics uh, that I would have to carry with me after that. And for two, I probably would have got a shot. I probably would have got arrested or shot because I'm not, I am not letting you fucking slowly kill someone in front of us. Like what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Even if it meant I just jump on y'all so y'all arrest me to get off of him. Like, it is what it is at that point. I'm not about to sit and watch y'all slowly. It's not, it wasn't even like jump in front of a bullet. It's like, get the fuck off of him. He's blacking out. Like, he is slowly dying in front of all of us. You got me fucked up. <laughs> no, you're not about to traumatize me like this either. Like, no. So and the rest of America, because there. again, it only takes two seconds to film something and now it's viral. Like now we're all, yeah. like, thank God we're it's aware like and we're woke, but shit, you know, the human mind can only be exposed to so much. Like this is just, unless you're just one of those people that's like become, like I said, desensitized where it's like, well, because I had actually was talking to a girlfriend of mine and, um, she just was like, honestly, I just, you know, and I was like, you what? And she was just like, I just, I can't even deal with it. Like, I just, I kind of just want to move on, you know, like we're going to hear about another one in two weeks. So 
And I mean, again, I respect her opinion. I'm not going to sit up here and be like, what? You're not outraged. You're not this, this, this. Like, listen. Yeah. I mean, people are going to do that until it hits close to home, you know, until that's your cousin or your brother or whoever, then you're going to be outraged because you don't have a choice to be outraged. So it's fine because you can, it's voluntary. Of course you can remove yourself from the situation and say, I can't deal with this. I refuse to deal with this. My day's great. And I'm not looking at it. And that's your choice. You know what I'm saying? Right. Me personally, I feel like that could be somebody I love or myself in an instant. So whatever I could do to bring awareness, even if it's just post to post and the two white people that follow me, look at it, I'm gonna do that. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I don't, whatever I can do, I'm gonna do it just because I don't, I know however much it may hurt me. It don't hurt me nearly as much as it's hurting all his friends and family. Exactly. Next week, you know? So it's just, I don't blame anyone who wants to remove themselves from it, but just think it could be you next week so would you want people to say i can't deal with your situation deal with it on your own if that was you crying about your brother you wouldn't that's all i gotta say you know it's what would you want how what type of support would you want if this was your loved one that's a good way to look at that that's a good way to look at it yeah and that's honestly why we can't fucking come together as a people because we too you know, in 2020, it's just too hard to look at it. And I get it. It is hard, but it's like, it was hard to fucking walk 11 miles and boycott the buses. It was hard to do that too, but they did it because that was their time and place in history. And that's what they needed to do. So if, if we have to look at viral videos and, and, do, and stand on courthouse steps or whatever we need to do, I think we need to take our part in history too and do what we need to do, even if it's hard, because it's setting up a better life for our future generations. And I think, too, who's to say, to your point about, like, Martin Luther King getting killed, Malcolm X, and, you know, all of our leaders that once stood for the goal of the Black human race and experience, not just for them, but they saw the future. They saw us. And who's to say that if we kept that momentum, like, yeah, I mean, unfortunately they, they died, but they died for a rate. They died for a, a bigger reason than themselves. And who's to say that, like, if there were, you know, the next stand up person and the one after him and the one after them, who's to say that we wouldn't see what we should be seeing if we kept that momentum. I remember I was watching Malcolm X, um, the movie with Denzel and I've seen it years ago, but then I rewatched it like probably last month. So I was into this, like just watching all these old movies. I was watching Lean on Me and just all these movies that I've seen. And I was like, um, I there was old this, movies. Mm-hmm. And there was a scene in Malcolm X where there was a black guy who got locked up. I can't remember the reason, but again, it was all about injustice and it was unfair. And Malcolm X walked into the, to the police station and was like, yo, like, where he at? Coming to get him. He's like, you know, police officers, like, we're, okay, we're not doing anything about that. So he was like, okay, you know, like, if you want to play this way, that's fine. We'll do that. Cop looked outside, saw the whole freaking nation of islam like his goats like it was no games it was no games and he looked at the other officer they was like go get him 
get them out, get them out. We don't want those problems. And I just thought like, wow, like, you know, like those were moments, but those were huge impactful moments that meant something and how dope would it be? And yes, they were organized. That's what I would consider a very organized, um, protest and, you know, all of that, but it just, I don't know. It just gave me chills. And I'm like, how dope would that be? Had we kept that momentum along the way, you know, but like you, like you said, our, our leaders keep getting killed. Um, but also, you know, it's just like, we haven't really had anybody willing to die for those causes. And I get it, you know, I get it. People are scared now. Um, but I'm sure people were scared back then too, you know? Um, but again, it's just, I feel like our values have shifted from what they once were back then to now. Um, and we've become such more of a selfish race than, like you said, one of coming together. And we have our reasons for not coming together. They didn't just come out of like, oh, I just don't like, you know, my neighbor. Um, and I want to be jealous and, you know, they definitely system systematically like ingrained in us, but still I feel like with all of the resources that we have and the things that we have, a lot of us have at our fingertips, if we really just used it and really just thought as one, we really could do some damage. Like how good of it would we be if we really did come together? It's almost like a dream, but to see it play out on film because I wasn't alive back in 1960 or 50, whatever it was. Um, just to see that one clip really impacted me. Like, damn, they, you know, they got in line just off of him, like playing no games. Like, yeah, we don't want those issues. No, go ahead and get our brother out. Get, get his, what does he want? Okay. Yeah. Get him out too. <laughs> We're not dealing with that. We don't want that. But also Malcolm X was about it. He was like, you know, eye for an eye. Freedom is not the peace, you know, to have freedom um, without peace. You can't have peace without freedom. So, and the price of freedom is death, you know, but who know. Easier said than done, but um, just how dope would it be is I think what was my point in all of this. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just tired. I'm really, I'm really sad for um, even the clip you posted on our page today of uh, George when he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. It, it just gave me chills. He was a good like man. it again. It humanized it for me. Um, yep. And I don't even need just a whole lot for me to feel for someone else, but when you see things of that magnitude that it's just eerie, it's eerie. It's like, damn, like I know his soul. Like I know this person, like he, he wasn't harmful. Like, but again, even if he was harmful, people that kill people, you know, they have a chance to at least see their day in jail or in court. Like, why do we have to go to kill? Like, I don't want it to, I don't always want to make it seem like, you know, just because they're good people, like good people, they shouldn't have even, none, a lot of these people shouldn't have even been arrested or fucked with. But again, even if they, 
had an ounce or something kind of criminal background that does not give people the right to to still be like, well, he deserves, did you see his mugshot? You know, I remember when Trayvon Martin happened and I was working um, at this job years ago. And I remember me going to work pissed off because <laughs> I had to be there with all the white people. Mm-hmm. And it really impacted me and the Trayvon Martin and um story and i remember we were talking about it and this white girl was just like well did you see i mean he they thought they think he has a criminal background i'm like bitch oh like just the thought of like you're one of like in fact she had the balls to say that to you like they're they don't care (laughs) they don't care i was like and at the time i was i wasn't gone i was like what I right. can't even remember what I said, but I was so fired up. I blocked right. her, and me and her were actually cool. Like right. we was Not cool. No like she was so she was cool, and I'm like, wait you a thought, minute. You thought pause. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I blocked Just her. I was ignorant. like, there will be no disrespect. You know, no tolerance. Just even ignorant. when Barack Obama became president, I was working that same job, and she had something to say, and I came blasting my music in the parking lot in all ignorant levels talking about my president's black black. don't say (laughs) that was everybody's song in 2008 to me i don't give a fuck if we voted for him just because he was black and what you know what i'm saying i don't care i don't care so yeah i just it's just too much girl so unfortunate it's too much and white people that are not speaking up and speaking out and raising your children to not kill ours you are part of the problem as well you need to be teaching your kids demonstrating certain behaviors that are not okay this is why it's not okay forget what you were taught in your history school books in class that's not real you know that's one version that you guys wrote up but you know no like you're part of the problem or just to not even talk about it not to even act as though it just doesn't even happen or it's just a different kind of world and it's not part of your world you're part no, of the problem not. they don't care some of them do but some do very you know rarely is sean king uh white or is he kind of black well he doesn't look white to me okay Ooh. i wasn't sure if he was just i white thought he hair. was hispanic but I know he's like an activist or whatever, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew that. I just wasn't sure what his race was. He makes a lot of good points, but I really. He does. I really could not tell you. I just got onto him. I literally just followed him today. Yeah, most people, some people, I keep saying most people, most, just some people have some bad things to say about him. I heard. And I haven't really dug into necessarily the why aspect, like, but. I was wondering that too. He definitely looks like he has some something in him but okay um it looks like you know one fourth black <laughs> and a, a possible like his grandfather's black you know oh okay so yeah i yeah, got you i was like is he white because he's not pretty good but if they have some flavor to him i'd be like oh i don't know if you just like john b or he do remind me of john b his, his mm-hmm. girl looks white i mean looks yeah. Okay, I'm pulling up his family pictures now. Well, his mom's definitely white. Listen, y'all, females, we can be the <laughs> FBI in a minute. Never <laughs> underestimate 
the power Ooh. of a woman in her research. I'm trying to tell you. So um, I gotta say though, he I mean, I don't know if he's white or black, but I still like how he the things he says that I've seen in regards to like mm-hmm. stuff like this. Um I ain't got no problem with white people standing up for black rights. <laughs> they should. I encourage it heavily. So they should. I mean, it's a it's a I feel like it's a responsibility. It is. We American need I mean, citizen. we need them. We clearly can't get shit done. You know what I'm saying? Not on our own. Not mm-hmm. in this climate. Got to have some somebody on the inside. Girl, we got to have somebody's Tammy, okay? Like they say, where's Jamal the intern in those meetings, in those, we need a damn Tammy, we need a damn Sam, Jonah, whoever you want to call it, on our behalf, fighting. Yeah. Just like we are. Just like we are. Even, because change, I, I don't know. I don't even, I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole because I, I just don't know. What we'll rabbit hole? What the solutions are? Yeah, I, I really don't know. I can't tell you. I'm frustrated. I mean, I would be. I don't know what. I All would be. I see is go get the cop. Go get those cops. Go get them. That's my solution. <laughs> that would be my, not as a raise. I'm saying what I if that was my child like. Not mine, but I, you know, again, I'm talking about professionally how, what is the solutions? And I just don't know what they are. I don't know either, girl. It's very traumatizing. Gets us nothing. Being peaceful, being diplomatic, being reasonable. You know, I don't know. I'm not a violent person. So I hate to say like stoop to violence and all that. But I get it, you know, like I understand it. It's so frustrating. Like, what else do you do at this point? What else do you do? That's what countries do. When countries can't get along, they can't come to resolution. What do they do? Go to war, fight each other. So it's just like a civil war. This country is not in peace. It's in turmoil. So there, something has to happen. It's going to reach a boiling point. So... I don't know. Hopefully Um, I'm overseas when it happens because I just really don't want to live here anymore. If I could have dual citizenship, I would. That part. I have a lot of, um, I don't want to say fans, uh, subscribers that are in different parts of the world on my YouTube and um, my horoscope YouTube. And, you know, they're just like, I'm so sorry for everybody in America. It looks like a war on black people in America. They're just like, I can't believe there's any black people living still. Mm-hmm. Like they literally write this on my post. Like they, they're black people who don't live in America and they just can't believe this shit. Mm. It's like the 1960s or something. It's sick. Speaking of your, your, your YouTube, go ahead and plug your YouTube channel for those that, cause I'm <laughs> sure there's tons of people that would love to get a tarot reading or to 
read about what their energy is speaking to of the day. We've because I know I follow a lot of people who I didn't even know were into into that, and they're now doing. I'm like, oh, this is what my friend does. Oh, she does this. You know, yeah. More people are becoming more spiritually Mm -hmm. awakened and stuff, especially in times like this, because you feel a certain way. You don't Mm -hmm. know what to do with those feelings. You don't know how to like process them or whatever. Religion. And the church, quote unquote, is just not what it used to be. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's not really where people go to find um, that solace and that like connection anymore. Not really, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So people are, you know, finding different ways to be connected. And I feel like it, it does bring a sense of healing. Because I know some things you've shared with me since you and I are both Pisces. Um, you've shared some things with me that whether it's, I've never really seen anything bad. It's more so either it's something very informative, like, okay, oh my God, this is why I was been feeling this way, or this is what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. So it's not even something where people, you know, may think, oh, it's demonic, or they're going to tell you something horrible, like you're going to die tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It's just mainly like you being in tune and in touch with, you know, your, your, your sense of self. And then there's other readings or other things that you send me where I'm like, oh my God, I'm in expectance. Like I've been talking about this. I knew this was, you know. Yeah. So I think it's, it, I think it's a great, great tool. One of many tools, but um, I definitely think it would it'd be helpful, you know, for you to definitely share it with our audience. And um, yeah, we've shared it that before. one ahead on you've, over there. You've shared it before. I've shared it before, but I've shared, I will share it again. Um, it's Pisces are us on YouTube. Um, I also am starting a spiritual podcast. So I already worked, started working on the first episode. (laughs) So I'll plug that soon as well, but just a place to get more spiritually, you know, talk about more spiritual dreamlike stuff instead of this serious celebrity stuff all the time. So definitely will keep y'all plugged on that good stuff good 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 all right well I think that concludes our um episode for today did you have anything else that Um, I'm leaving off the table I just want to pray and you know ask God to bless everyone out there all of us who are you know being touched by the situation here especially bless, um, you know, Georgia's family, help them come to peace with the situation in some way, shape or form. And, you know, cover all of us and protect us from tragedies like this happening again. So stay prayed up, stay prayed up, child, (laughs) stay prayed up, stay off the internet. I would say allow yourself a certain amount of time during the day to be engaged with the outside world and then allow some of that time to be dedicated for just you and your family and things that, you know, matter and pour into you um, because you can get caught up in the stuff outside of your household. um, Even as it relates to just bad things happening, weather, you know, Trump, I mean, it's just crazy out there. And um, self-care is the most important, (laughs) the most important. So I'd say, yeah, do that as well. That's all I got. 
All right, y'all. We will talk to you next time.